Hey, my family and friends. I, I've, I've been sitting here getting ready for this podcast, just doing a little reflecting in my own life. You know, I, I just um, can't believe the world that we are living in and some of the struggles that we are facing in this life. And it just seems like, uh, you know, everything is just kidding. Everything that can be turned upside down is being turned upside down and it's affecting us all in so many different ways, emotionally, physically, financially. It, it, it's just some crazy times, but you know, I, I just so appreciate the faith that I carry in my heart, the faith that I carry in God and, and humanity and my friends and my family. And it, 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 just, it just gives me hope that no matter what we face in life, you know, we're going to get through this. We're going to get on the other side of it. And I, I just really appreciate the opportunity that I am being giving through this little platform, through this podcast that, you know, really not very many people are listening to it right now. But, uh, you know, it, it's just an opportunity to share my gift. Um, I, I still believe that even though I'm not uh, pastoring a church anymore, that I have a, a I'm a voice, uh, a, a a mouthpiece for God, if you will, that, you know, I, I have some things to say and some to share that I believe the Lord wants me to uh, um, give to you. And so I'm just going to um, continue to do it. But I want to welcome you to um, the Bridge Building Solutions podcast. We are on our way. We are limping and tripping and skipping our way into this journey and trying to do everything we can to shed some some joy and some peace and some comfort, some knowledge and some understanding to anybody that'll listen. Well, you know, I told you when we uh, were getting ready to launch this podcast that we were going to be having some, you know, serious conversations. I don't have to, you know, what worry, worry about what people are going to think about what I say. You can just click the button and get out of here if you don't like what I'm saying. I don't have to worry about you leaving the church. I don't have to, you know, worry uh, necessarily about offending you. And we can just have some frank conversations that I hope are going to lead us into some places that are that are ultimately going to be helpful. We got to quit sticking our head in the sand and you know denying some of the realities that we face in our life. So we're going to do that today. We're going to we're going to deal with something that uh, kind of has been on my heart for a long time to talk about but I've kind of held back um, from doing it for a little while but you know today we're going to jump into this. And I, I I've entitled this podcast The Truth About White Privilege. The Truth about white privilege. Now, before you, you know, jump out of here and scroll on or do whatever, I, I hope that you will uh, give me a few minutes, an opportunity to talk to you about this a little bit. You know, the I re, I, I remember the first time that I ever heard that phrase, white privilege. I, I remember uh, how I was pastoring a extremely diverse family. The first time that I ever heard it. At that time, I was pastoring this extremely diverse family, but I remember the punch in the gut that I felt. I, I didn't like that terminology, that term. I, I, I didn't like it. I got quiet when I heard it. You know, I took a deep breath and underneath my breath, I said, you have got to be kidding me. I could feel my blood pressure rising in the form of, you know, uh, uh, a red face. You know, I could, I could just feel inside of me. I, I was trying to, you know, maintain my composure, but I could, I could just feel myself getting defensive for, 
you know, feeling emotions that I didn't want to feel. And, you know, I think that's what manifested the comment in my heart. You, you have got to be kidding me. I immediately felt like the spotlight was on me and that I was being accused of something that was not good. That, you know, that people were pointing at me and looking at me when that term was used in my presence. You know, I, I didn't even, at that time, I didn't even know what it meant, but it caused me to immediately become defensive. And that's what happens with so many people. And, you know, when we get defensive, then we, 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 we get into a defensive posture and, you know, we, we quit listening and um, learning and just do everything we can to protect ourselves. You know, I got so defensive. I remember this. I, I got so defensive to the point that the conversation went from being an opportunity for me to learn something to a place where I was beginning to passionately defend my integrity. And, you know, as I, as I thought about this, you know, early on in my journey, I missed so many opportunities to learn to grow in my understanding simply because I was so busy trying to defend the fact that I didn't have any racial issues. You know, every time something would be, every time something would come up or again would be an opportunity for me to learn something, I, I just got so busy trying to prove to people how I didn't have any racial issues. And, and you know what the reality is, is can I, can I say this to you? You and I will never learn what we need to learn unless we learn to shut up. <laughs> I know. Oh, you know, that, that was a hard lesson to me for me because I like to talk, you know, and I like to show people how smart I am and, you know, um, let people know how much I, how much truth I have. And so, you know, to, to shut up and to listen, you know, uh, was, was a difficult thing for me. But the reality is, is we need to learn to do that. We need to learn to just be quiet and take the opportunities that are given us to learn. Again, I say that because it's what I had to do. What we who are white are going to have to learn how to do. We got to quit being so defensive. We got to just quit immediately moving to a defense mode and, and just, and just be, uh, humble and just be open and teachable and be willing to learn. You know, I, I know that that most of you are good people and treat each other with respect, treat other people with respect, but it doesn't mean that we don't all have something to learn about race and racism, specifically today in this podcast, white privilege. You know, if it's something that irritates you, if that term irritates you, if you get defensive about that term, then maybe you've got some things to learn about it. Maybe you need to just back off a little bit, take that collective breath and be willing to learn some things. So today, what I want to do is take some time, if you'll give it to me, and to talk about this a little bit, to, to maybe address this, you know, hugely misunderstood topic. And, there, and there's two big reasons for that. There's two reasons why I want to talk about this today. Number one, it's it's just so simple and we, we ought to understand this. Ignorance destroys people. 
Ignorance destroys relationships. It causes so much destruction. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible, Hosea chapter 4, 6, where the prophet said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, because of the lack of knowledge. And then it goes on to say, and or because they have rejected knowledge. How much truth have we rejected? Because we, we just got distracted. We got defensive. We, we wanted to justify our own place. And so, you know, it, we, we've got to talk about this. We've got to come to a place of understanding about what privilege is and what it's not. Because if we don't, it just becomes destructive to ourselves, to our relationships. And, and, and we've got to stop doing that. It's why there are such gigantic gulfs between us still today. Why we have these huge divides across ethnic cultural lines. And in order to build the bridges that we need to build, I think we all have something to learn. And then secondly, here's the, here's the second reason that I want to talk about this today, is when we dismiss privilege, when we pretend like it isn't real, like it doesn't exist, when we get defensive about it, when we refuse to learn the truth about it, it says to people of color that we don't care enough to learn, that we don't care enough about maybe what they're facing in their lives to open up our hearts, to sit back and learn, to let them speak some truth into our lives without getting so defensive. You know, by denying it, defends it. By denying privilege, it defends it. And what becomes so, uh, and, and because of that, it, it just becomes so traumatic to the people that we say we love and to the people that we say that we don't see differently. When we deny it, we defend it. And that simply just becomes traumatic to people that we care about. And we have got to stop doing that. Let me give you an example. The other day, this post came up on social media and it motivated me to have this talk with you today. Here's what it said. And I want, I want to read it to you just, just as it was, it was posted. It says, uh, for sale, my white privilege card. This card is quite old, but in mint condition, never been used. Reason for selling, it hasn't done anything for me. No free college, no free food, no free housing, no free anything. I have had to go to work every day of my life while, while paying a boatload of taxes to fund free stuff for those who suck off the government teeth. Unbelievable. If interested, I prefer cash, but willing to do an even trade for a victim card, which seems more widely accepted and comes with countless benefits without even having to show the card. If interested, contact me on my cell phone that I pay for every month. Serious buyers only. When I read that post, I was stunned. I mean, you know, reading it to you today, I'm still stunned. And I hope that you're stunned. You know, I can't, I can't even imagine how this makes people of color feel when they hear white people say things like this, mock privilege, you know, and, and just uh, be mean-spirited about it. But you know what? We, we can't leave it here. We just can't, you know, just 
roll our eyes, shrug our shoulders, walk away, and 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 not get involved in this somehow, not not shed some light on this. And you know, if if you haven't pushed the stop button yet, you know, if you haven't scrolled on past me so far, you know, I, I just want you to know that I, all I'm trying to do is help us understand privilege. Help us understand what white privilege is so that we will quit weaponizing the term and doing so much damage with it. A post like that, you know, there's there's a lot of white people that jump. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, but I'm telling you guys, if we really care about what people of color, the ones we claim to be our friends, the ones that we claim to be people who we don't see differently, then we got to we, we got to stop doing this. We got to stop weaponizing some of this terminology and doing so much damage with it. First and foremost, white privilege is real, whether you believe it or not. If you, even if you want to make fun of it and deny its existence and pretend like, you know, it, it's not real because it hasn't done you any good, doesn't make it not real. White privilege is real, whether we believe it or not. The fact is that this world sees you differently than it sees other people. The way the world sees you has made a difference in your life since the day you were born, since the day you came onto this planet. You may have had a hard life, but there have been certain obstacles you have not had to face because you are white. Listen to this. Your skin tone has never gotten in the way of anything you wanted to do in this life. There have been opportunities available to you that have not been afforded to people of color, to people who are not white. Being white in this world is perceived as the gold standard that people who are not white constantly have to bump up against. I want you to think about that. You know, being white, something that we take for granted is perceived in this world as being the gold standard that people who are not white have to live with, have to overcome almost every single day of their life. And that is a battle that you and I don't have to wage. And that is a privilege. There may be so much about this that you've not been taught. I, I, I want you to just think about this. There, there may be so much about white privilege that you have not been taught. But being privileged doesn't mean that you're evil. It doesn't mean that you're a racist or a jerk. It just simply means that you're white. And, and, you know, your whiteness has, has come. It, 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 is, it is a reality with some advantages and has exempted you from certain obstacles that other people who are not white have to face in their life. You know, your, your life could be one extremely giant struggle and you would still be privileged. Privilege doesn't mean that you haven't had a had it tough, but if you understand what it is, you won't feel like you will 
constantly have to present a resume of all the difficult times that you have had in your life. And that's what people who are white people who are defensive about privilege do all the time. Well, I've had it tough. I've had it hard. My my family had to work hard. I've been through hard knocks. It doesn't it, it doesn't mean privilege doesn't mean that you haven't had struggles, that you haven't had to work hard um, for what you have attained to get what you have or to get what you want in your life. Listen to this. You can be white, poor, unemployed misused and abused. But the truth about privilege is that even on your worst day, your whiteness is still an advantage and will still help you. It still protects you from the greater adversity that people of color have to contend with almost every single day of their life. You know, as I, as I talk about some of these things and, you know, I just, you know, this is just a drop in the bucket. But as I as I bring some of this up, as I'm sharing some of these things with you uh, today, I'm not doing it to make anybody feel guilty or ashamed. Can, can I say something to you? White people don't have to be sorry for being white. That's that's not the that's not the purposes of us talking about this. That that that's not the the purpose of people wanting to define privilege, wanting to help white people understand what their privilege is. It's 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 not designed. I'm not, and I know a lot of other people who talk about this subject are not trying to make you sorry or feel sorry for uh, being white. Did you hear that? I, I really want you to get a hold of that. That's not the, the motivation behind this. But how about we with some humility, with some willingness to learn, with some openness, accept the realities of privilege, accept the realities of white privilege without getting all defensive and, and how about we learn how to leverage some of this privilege to help those without it? You know, how, how can you and I or anyone be a part of the healing that is so needed? How can we, you know, build some bridges to, to help each other um, if we don't understand where we are? If we don't understand the truth about who we are and where we are. So I want to I, I want to kind of start bringing this to a close by sharing a, a you know a scripture with you that I, that I've used throughout forty years of ministry. There was a, a minor prophet by the name of Hosea, and he made this statement in chapter four, verse six of his of his letter. But he said, "My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, and or because they have rejected knowledge." And, you know, I've, I've looked at that in my life and ministry for over 40 years is, is how important truth is. How if we don't have knowledge, if we don't have understanding, it can destroy our life. Or if we reject the truth. Well, how do, how do I do that? Well, I've done it in the past by getting all defensive. I, I've, I've done it in the past by thinking that everything I knew was all there was to learn. I, I've done that in the past, rejected knowledge by thinking that I knew it all that I had figured it out instead of just humbling myself and recognizing that, Hey, 
Everything I know is not all there is to learn. There's more to learn. There's more to understand. I, I, I don't want to, you know, be destroyed. I don't want to destroy any more relationships. I don't want my life to become a, a point of destruction for anybody. I want to help. I, I want to shed light. I want to speak the truth and love so that we can all learn so that we won't be destroyed. You know, there's another scripture in, in uh, Psalms chapter 119, verse 105. I'll just read it to you. It says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light uh, for my path. The word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It helps me see where I am so that I will know where I need to go. That's what the truth does. It shows me where I am but it also shows me where I need to go. In order for us to go anywhere, you have to have a true bearing on where you are. And here's the thing that I learned about God, and I hope it's, it's, it's true about my life and our lives together. God will never show you any truth about where you are to shame you, to make you feel guilty or to invoke guilt on your life, but rather give you the motivation to move on. I, I want you to hear that. And I want you to listen to that. God is never going to show you where you are. And that's what we're, that's not what we're trying to do to make you feel guilt or to invoke shame on your life. But rather he shows us where we are to give us the motivation to move forward. How about it? How, how about we accept some truth? How about we learn the, the realities of this thing called white privilege so that we can move on? Don't let this light make you defensive, fill you with shame or guilt. That's not the purpose of this, but let it motivate you to move forward, to take steps towards fostering racial healing across these gigantic divides that have separated us. I know that's a lot for today. You know, wow. You know, uh, and, and you know, as I think about it, I, I, I realize that this simple little podcast isn't going to rock the world. That it's just a simple, basic pass at trying to define a very complex issue. But maybe what it'll do is motivate some of us to take a breath. Maybe it'll motivate some of us to lay down our, you know, defensive defensiveness, and maybe even motivate a few of us to explore this a little more. There's so much good material out there, you know, about this particular subject that, you know, uh, has become so destructive to so many people's lives. So I, I just hope that maybe we'll all just, you know, um, do that, be motivated to, to look into this a little more. You know, I want to, I, I want to close today by just saying a, a prayer for you, if that would be okay. You know, I don't, I don't know whether you believe in God, know God, or but I, I, I still want to pray for you. And I know that, you know, we're living in a tough time in a tough world and we could all use a little help. And so, Father, Lord, I, I just I lift my family and friends up to you. Anybody who comes within the sound of my voice podcast, I, I pray for them, Lord. I, I, I don't know what their needs are, but you do. And I, I just ask you in your divine way to touch their lives, their family, the circumstances, the situations that, you know, they are dealing with things that maybe have 
they're struggling with, that they're discouraged about, that they don't know how they're going to get past. I, I pray that you will provide light at the end of their tunnel. In Jesus' name, I'm grateful for this opportunity to spend some time with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I love you, family and friends, and I pray that all of us will become people of peace and that we will all have voices of hope and that we will all be willing to do the hard work of love. I'll see you next time.